whenever I come to a problem or I, I get to something, I don't want to say, I can't do this. I want to be able to say, I can do this. I can lift that. I can problem solve this. I can, you know, drop a little bit of weight that I need to lose or whatever it may be. I just want to say can. I am an everyday athlete. Everyday athlete. I am an everyday athlete. I am an everyday Good morning, everyone. This is Jarrett Basson with Mark McCain, and you are listening to Everyday Athlete, a podcast devoted to bringing you the amazing stories behind the lives of day-to-day CrossFit athletes like yourself. And today we have Craig Martin, a.k.a. Craig the Barber. Hello. By his Instagram handle. Hello. Shout out to Craig the Barber. Uh, Craig, um, tell us a little about yourself. Are you you from here? I am not. Uh, I'm originally from a little town in southwest Indiana called Vincennes. Uh, it's right on the border of Illinois and Indiana, um, and uh, so small that all the time I had to ask my mom uh, if I was dating a girl or is she related to me. So wow, <laughs> that's how small that's <laughs> wow. how small it is. So you really asked that? Yeah. Oh boy. There was one. There was a couple. I was like, "Are we related?" And she goes, "No, we're not related." Okay. <laughs> Good. Thank you. How how far is that from Cincinnati? Um, roughly about three and a half to four hours, oh, okay. uh, depending on how many stops I make. So. Um, and it's a boring drive. It really is. Anything, anything north is pretty pretty bad. Like when you're going in uh, that direction. Actually, it's it's pretty much on the same plane. Uh, we're actually I think Vincennes really? is a little bit more south. Than, oh, I guess yeah. You it got that, that, that like big yeah. thing that goes up from Kentucky. So, um, but yeah, as far as like Indiana is concerned, it's it's pretty much all flat. Yeah. Until you get to this area. Yeah. I think. Uh, was it like Brown County, Indiana? They've got like some some nice parks and hills and stuff like that. But everything else is pretty much yeah. It's kind of how like Northwest Ohio is. Like going to college up there, and it's just like one shot, just straight. You can make two turns, pretty much drive it blindfolded. Yeah, yeah. Um, now Brown County in itself is is a beautiful uh, ride, especially if you're on a motorcycle or something like that. Yeah. With the especially with the uh, leaves changing and everything. Oh man, it's it's beautiful. It's up a cool there. cool little spot. Yeah. Uh, so how did you end up here? Uh, I went to barber school in Louisville, and that's where I met my wife. And um, when she finished college, um, I uh, moved up here with her. She went to Ryle, and um, her mom and dad still live, live up here. So that's how I ended up here. And it's whenever I first moved here, it was amazing. Um, loved the people, loved the area, mm-hmm. loved how everything was so um, uh, close. Yeah, so, and that's. Uh, and the, well, like I said, the people are amazing. Yeah. Uh, so you said you went to barber school in Louisville. How did you go from Indiana down to Louisville then? Like, uh, what made that decision? There is no barber schools in Indiana. Hmm. Um, I think that's there, an easy decision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there was one up in Indy, but it was a uh, beautician slash barber school. Yeah. And I would still, I think I had still go like 2,200 hours or something like that. In Kentucky, it's 1,500 hours. Oh, wow. So it was more of a condensed program. Mm-hmm. Is what, that something you always were kind of interested in or just? Not at all. Um, my father became a barber whenever I was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. And it was um, it was kind of one of those knee-jerk reactions like, oh, well, I'll just go to barber school 
become a barber, work at a shop, and then whenever I find out what I really want to do, oh, yeah. um, then go to college and pay my own way. Cause I, I didn't want my mom and dad to pay right. my way to college. Sure. Um, so I went to barber school and I found out that I was actually really good at it. Huh. So I just stuck with it. There you go. Has it been turned turn kind of into a passion more so as you, because again, it's one of those things where you don't, you know, it's weird you find those paths where like, I don't know if I really want to do this. And then you really find a love for it or versus some other people just know right away. You know, I think it goes either way. It's fine. It's just one of those things you have to kind of find your own path though. Yeah. It, it definitely, once I first started getting into cutting hair and, uh, and really learning and then learning different ways of cutting, mm-hmm. uh, and doing different styles and doing different, you know, whenever someone comes in and says, I want a mohawk, I'm like, yes. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited because it's out of the norm. Yeah. Um, you know, especially with flat tops and, and doing, um, you know, especially some of those like high parts and, and the, the undercuts and everything like that. I'm like, this is awesome because yeah. it's something just different. Something a little bit different. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so you went to barber school down in Louisville and then you end up moving here. How long, cause you work really close to here, right? Relatively close. Yes. Um, it, it was actually, um, uh, I worked in, in Louisville or right across the river in Indiana for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And then we moved up here and I just caught on, I just caught a lucky break. Yeah. Um, one of the, the barbershops here, which has been in business for 50 years, uh, just lost a guy. He moved back to Louisville actually. Oh, so wow. I was coming up from Louisville. He was going back to Louisville and, wow. and it was, uh, it was just a lucky break and got into it. And, um, and I've been there for eight years now. Oh, wow. So, and cool. have no, no change of, or, or plans of changing or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, so how, how do you end up here with us? Cause it's been, how long have you been with us now? Uh, I, I was actually just thinking about that. It was uh, December of what, fifteen? Fifteen. So yeah, coming up on uh, two years here then. Yeah, because uh, we moved into our house and our new house up here because we lived in Dry Ridge for five years mm-hmm. and then we moved up here, and then uh, I think that was in August. Right. And then, then uh, was doing the fitness thing at Global Gym. And then, uh, actually, what got me in here was a combination of two people. One was Keith Runyon, who yeah. was a was a customer of mine. Okay. And then, uh, re- what really brought me in was Jenna Dunham. Okay. Uh, Jenna brought me. Um, she's a friend of ours, and we got to talking. And she said, "You should really go see the guys over at Triumph." Yeah. And because you you've lost some some weight over the years, right? Yeah, fifty pounds. Wow. And then I gained probably about twenty of it back. Uh-huh. Um, just because of weightlifting and, yeah. and a different kind of weight. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you know, you're putting on muscle mass versus because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I personally, I've seen a pretty big change in just your body composition. Like you have a good frame, you're tall, you know, like yeah. wide shoulders. So, and like you put on some muscle mass, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, <sighs> it's, I feel a lot better, especially with cutting hair, standing up all day. Uh, oh. My legs are a lot stronger. My uh, my shoulders are a lot stronger. Uh, I don't get as fatigued as I usually as, as I used to do. I like yeah. used to a long day. I would have to go soak my feet for hours. Wow. And and then now it's oh it's a long day. You know, go crash on the couch for a couple minutes and then go back at it. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, one of the the lesser known of the functional fitness side of things, right? Yeah. I mean, because 
you don't really think about just literally standing, but I mean, if you're standing for eight hours at a time, yeah. it makes a big difference. It, it's essentially a, uh, especially on a busy, busy day, like the day before school or day before a holiday, mm -hmm. it is a nine hour AMRAP. Oh, that, well, that, yeah, that's right? essentially yeah. what it is. Every 15 minutes, it's a nine, nine hour day. So you're sitting there, oh, next, next, next. Yeah. How, so, long, how long is that haircut's gonna take normally? About 15 to 20 minutes. Wow, so you're doing quite a few over that nine hour period yeah. then. Yeah. Wow. And, and you're pretty much kind of in a forward position the whole time too. So yeah. you, you know, your shoulders are yeah. kind of taking a beating and, and stuff like that. So maybe like run through where you were at maybe whenever you started. Cause I feel like your numbers have really, I mean, you're, you're getting really strong um, and your numbers are really shooting up. So maybe a baseline between like, Hey, you know, whenever I started with CrossFit, this is, you know, I, I like the functional aspect of it. I can stand more so on and so forth, but yeah. Do you remember your numbers pre-CrossFit and now where you're at? Just two um, years? See, I believe my squat was, uh, I, I initially said it was 315, and then Chris told me, no, it's not. You just said you're, <laughs> your, your squat is all off. And so he, he corrected my form, uh, and, and you guys as well did it. And you guys basically lightened the load, corrected my form. And uh, I think my, my max was two. 75 or, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, I remember that. And then, um, and then power clean was, you know, 150, maybe, maybe 135 or something like yeah. that. And, and, uh, you know, now, uh, uh, you know, deadlift was 200 maybe uh, yeah. at, at the most. So it, uh, but now, uh, you know, power clean, I'm hoping to get 300. Uh, the next time that we do a max so yeah. mm. if you want to put that into the programming here shortly yeah. <laughs> now do it yeah uh and then i uh, just squatted 400 uh which was a, a lifetime goal uh, yeah that's pretty awesome uh pretty jealous know, of that. especially especially uh back in high school you know yeah. high school i can never break that 315 barrier yeah it was a mental thing yeah so what um what would you did you play sports in high school I did. I played football. Played football. Yeah, that was the only sport that they could just stick me on the line and say, "Just go, just go have fun." Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you're a senior. Just go have fun. Yeah. Did you? Um, funny thing is, you talk about well, my squat was all wrong. You know, we kind of see that. Um, unfortunately, that trend where it's like, well, I learned to, I cleaned three fifteen in high school. You're yeah. just really strong. Basically, <laughs> yeah. reverse curl three fifteen, which is amazing. But imagine what we can do with a little bit of form behind it. Uh, I, I remember uh, whenever I was in high school that they said, uh, "Well, you're a taller guy. Spread your feet out." And I would spread my feet out, and they're like, "No, a little bit more." And I was literally foot to foot with the the, the width of the rack. Oh wow! Mm. And I was basically at a at a pyramid, yeah. and I was going, and I was putting a lot of pressure on my on my knees. Yeah. Yeah, the, the wide stand squat is is relative, but if you're not driving if out, you're, if you're not trained properly, if you're not trained yeah. properly, it's a, and, it's a dangerous position. And I, I kept on complaining to my dad, I was like my my knees hurt all the time, and he goes, "Well, that's just football, you know." <laughs> yeah, and, I just love that that yeah. mentality. It's just, it's what it is, yeah, you're sixteen. Some, rub you're, some dirt on them. You're, yeah. you're sixteen. Your life's over. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, at your peak. So, but, that's cool. Um, so we've seen a pretty big change, and yeah, I just saw your 400, your 400 back squat, and it was uh, it was pretty impressive to say the least. Because again, you. watching, watching from basically breaking down from this kind of initial point where like this is where I'm at. Well, let's take a big step back, which to your 
your credit, you were very willing to say like, yeah, I want to do this the right way. Yeah. You know, because again, we, we, we see that every now and then where it's, I, I already know everything, yeah. you know, and, and Craig came in with the right mentality that I want to learn to do this the correct way. Because again, you had that, you had that pain in your knees when you were in high school. You're like, I know what it feels like to do something wrong. Yeah. Like, let's try and do something right. Well, and, and the thing too, is that I don't, I don't come from a good line of, uh, joints and, and, uh, bone structure because all my uncles are tall. So they've all had that, that knee pain. Um, uh, I think it's called Osgood slaughter. Okay. And, uh, where you grow too fast and your knees hurt. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then my dad, I didn't have that problem. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe my dad has had, um, 13 surgeries. Oh wow. From playing sports. Wow. So he just, I mean, a lot of it was kind of self-imposed. He ran into a fence one time, had to get surgery on his face, you know, stuff like that. But like, I want to meet your dad. <laughs> but he, he's, he's, had, yeah. he's, had, he's had 13 or three surgeries on his hip alone. So, uh, to replace a hip, and he's, he, that was at age 50. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah. And unfortunately there's that mentality. You get, a lot of people get in the mentality. Well, you know, we'll, we'll have to fix it with surgery. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, well, fortunately, that's not necessarily the case for a lot of people. It's just you have to take that big step back, A, mentally and physically, uh, to take the time to, well, number one, rebuild. Number two, take the time to maintain what you're building. Yeah. You know, because again, I say it all the time, the more that you're doing here, the more that you're going to have to actually do to recover. Mm. You can't just keep piling on load after load after load and not taking the time to properly recover and do proper mobility and things like that. Well, even, even yesterday, uh, I have to have to give credit to you guys for making us do the um, the slow decline. The eccentric. Yeah. yeah. And and, um, and Chris really helped me to, because uh, I was really pushing through my quads mm -hmm. and not really mm -hmm. engaging the glutes and the hamstring. And he, he would... He told me to, you know, back the the glutes up, and and that really engaged the the hamstring and the glutes. And I and I don't have any knee pain today. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's amazing. That's that, a big difference. That yeah. eccentric movement and and really just focusing on the raw power instead of focusing on the or relying on that stretch reflex, right? So, where we hit the bottom and bounce back out. Right. So would you say you're still learning stuff after two years? Oh yeah, uh, you're always learning. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, I I feel even even in life. Uh, you know, cutting hair. I'm still learning mm -hmm. how to cut hair and, and still learning how to um, uh, lift weights and, and I could do little techniques of, of uh, getting bettering myself. Yeah. yeah. I think that's just kind of like a growth mindset, right? Yeah. I think so many people will get bogged down, you know, and just, I don't need, you know, self-improvement or these like self-help book. What is that? Like, yeah. I don't have mental problems. No, it's just, it's just a total mindset. So right. like, there's no doubt you'll be a, a successful barber because you're not content with, I know these seven, you know, cuts and that's how right. I'm going to be. Um, so like you said, that's, that's a good trait to have whenever you're like, well, when someone comes in and wants something different, I get excited. Yeah. You know, so, and I think that's one of the cool things about CrossFit, right? Every day, something different. Yes. So get Very excited so. about it. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what really drew me to uh, the class, you know, the, and uh, you know, especially the uh, the on ramp class. I love that you guys do that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. to, to guide you right into it because, uh, it, like like you said, it's something different every single day. Uh, you know, I'm not going to the global gym and doing my five, you know, five sets of whatever and and 
and they're going and home. that being it yeah, yeah. and that's what taking you do a 10 Monday. minute break between say <laughs> right <laughs> what you do every monday you know exactly uh, and i think it's, it goes down you know we're we're reading that uh, ben bergeron chasing excellent book excellence book right now and there's a little graph in there it's basically you know competency and excellence and then the other end of the spectrum is you know being basically completely incompetent you know or you know laziness put in whatever adjective you want but it's like yeah. you know I, I think what helps us grow is getting past that complacency kind mm. of aspect of life yeah. Yeah. you know it's like because there is the good enough you know like i think you know you could have came in here today and just really just kind of don't whatever that work out yeah. but you're really going to push those last that last run and guess what that little bit's going to make you better every single time yeah you know those small little habits not snoozing the alarm clock not eating that cookie makes everything the long in the long game the long run makes those gains much larger i don't know about the cookie thing like well, but, you know <laughs> i, I mean there's there's there's, yeah. there's certain levels <laughs> if it's there's coconut levels. i don't want it but yeah, yeah. Chocolate chip. there's certain levels um very cool so uh, you've been coming on so it'll be two years in, in a couple months here mm-hmm. um and so in the first two years we've seen obviously physical and a lot of mental growth where would you like to see yourself going in the next two to three years um I'm not too sure. Um, uh, long term, I, I don't. I don't want to, um, you know, be complacent. Like I, I mean, we we were just talking about, it, but I, I don't want to, you know, be. Oh well, you know, I'm at this certain weight. I'll just stay at that weight. No, I, I want to be active. I want to keep on being active. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Um, uh, I, I definitely would like to do uh, a lot more competitions. Sure. Uh, but working on Saturdays really hurts that. Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as, uh, I don't know, I'm just kind of taking it day by day. I'm not really yeah. looking. I like that approach. Yeah. It's it's, it's a tough question, right? And yeah. It's like, it is. And it, goes, it goes two ways. I think people have those goals. Like you said, I had a 405 back squat goal. Yeah. You know, and we, we check that kind of lifetime goal off the list mm-hmm. for now. And I think then you set a new goal. Um, but it is also tough to foresee the future because I highly doubt that you would say two years ago this is where you'd be right now. Right. You know, because you don't really know until you really get mm-hmm. underway with it. Right. Um, but at the same time, you had a goal. You had you know, that four or five squat goal, and um, you know now we have a power clean goal. And again, those are physical goals. You know, but I think the cool thing is is what we see with CrossFit. We see a lot of those the mental goals gain with the physical goals. You know, or or maybe it's not even a goal, just those, those mental attributes that we gain, you know, again, like we've talked about before, problem solving, you know, you see yeah, a daunting, yeah. you see a daunting workout and you look at it and you're like, oh, there's no way I'm gonna be able to do this. And then slowly but surely, yeah. you start to kind of well, and chip I, things away at it. I'm surprised um, when I first started CrossFit that that problem solving goes into life. Sure. Oh yeah. So, you know, if, oh, you know, I've got to get a new roof. Okay, you know this is you know we'll save up X amount of dollars per month or per week or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, you know we, me and and my wife have um, started chipping away at some of her student loan bills and started chipping away at some of the uh, credit card debt that we had accumulated while we were going through college. Sure. And um, and we've done a, a really good job of chipping away at that and chipping mm-hmm. away at that. And um, so now we're um, you know like I said this problem solving a lot of different things and, and not getting too overwhelmed with it. Yeah. I think that's, like I said, that's, that's been a huge transformation for me mentally is, is being able to get through those problems a lot easier, uh, in life. Things that again would almost be crushing a couple of years ago. 
uh, are really just, okay, well, where do I start? All right, then we go from point A to point B, mm-hmm. and point B to point C, yeah. and eventually you get through that problem. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I don't know if I don't know if I would, I would probably get there eventually. You know, mentally without CrossFit, but I think it's accelerated oh. my ability to do so with it. I, I think um, uh, CrossFit has really matured uh, myself, um, and and the fact of uh, used to I would let things get to me. I would I would you know explode at the the littlest things and um you know and, and finally um my wife had enough of it she said said go talk to someone yeah you know, go go talk to someone and i did I, I and that was probably the single best thing that i could have ever done mm-hmm. is, is go talk to someone go talk to a therapist and uh and just really uh just let it all out i, I remember i remember the first time that i went to, to see him and i just exploded with this amount of, of, of information about myself and he goes you really had to get a lot of stuff off your chest yeah <laughs> and, and I think, a lot better yeah to that point i think everyone does yeah you know and i think you know crossfit fitness wherever you're doing if you're doing it consistently and at high intensity um it's a cup that overflows yeah. into multiple areas and you know this is you know obviously we've been on the podcast now we're getting a couple episodes in and a lot of people are saying this is their refuge and this is their happy place and ultimately yeah. we're super blessed and excited that we can facilitate it but it really is the members that drive this community and um you know people like yourself that hey you need to go talk to someone i think we just had a member rejoin because he, he called me up and he's like my wife says i'm i'm, I'm more angry now so i need to go back to the gym <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i think that might even been verbatim what he said and uh I know it's true for me personally. I know, I know Jared probably as well. Can any, any of the guys or, or, or Kelsey here can speak to it. Like we need to, we need to work out yeah. and you need to get that, that stress release. And, and maybe every day isn't like knock them down, drag them out, you know, 20 minutes, of, you know, suck. Those days are definitely necessary, but finding that balance to where you're not just getting beat down every day yeah. um, is definitely important, but minimally we're coming in and, you know, producing some sweat and getting the heart rate up a little bit, um, you know, whether it's just on a heavy day or short or long, um, so on and so forth. But then also, you know, having positive people around you, yes. it, even if it's just an hour a day is critical um, to, to that development, you know, yeah. and getting outside of your, your little world. I sure. mean, take, take this out of your, your daily life. Then, you know, you wake up, you go, and yes, you're you're involved with people, but yeah. generally speaking, it's probably you've a lot of regulars that come back and things like that. Right. So yeah, that's that was uh, what I was going to say is that like coming here, you know, I I see people that I don't normally see. So uh, uh, at work, you know, you're you're Barbara Craig. Yeah. And here, I'm just Craig. You know, mm-hmm. I I can release a little steam. I can release a little. You know, be be kind of more myself yeah. uh, as opposed to uh, being politically correct. Yeah. at work you know and then you got here yeah, especially that 630 class there's a lot of yeah. unsavory jokes and yeah it's a, it's a rough crowd in there yeah uh, <laughs> well, between uh, me uh and colgan and uh mike and uh you know sometimes uh micah and yeah. and, and some of the lauren as well yeah, yeah. lauren, lauren she'll is, throw them in yeah <laughs> so it's 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 a fun group to yeah. be with absolutely uh i want to take a quick break we can come back and um We'll talk a little bit about how you and your wife met mm-hmm. and kind of how CrossFit fits into uh, the rest of your life. Yeah. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
All right, guys, we are back with Craig Martin on the Everyday Athlete Podcast. Um, we just kind of we spent the last couple of minutes talking about um, kind of how the mental aspect of CrossFit, how that fits into your daily life. Uh, I want to take a little bit of a step back because you've mentioned uh, your wife a couple times now mm-hmm. uh, and talk about how you kind of, again, we went from Indiana down to Louisville and that's where you all met. Mm-hmm. Is there a, a good, fun story about that? Um, a, a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to be careful here. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, uh, I was, her friend and I had the same apartment complex. Okay. And it was it was really weird because I had a crappy phone. Mm-hmm. And so I would always have to go outside to make phone calls. It never would work in my apartment. What uh, what year is this, by the way? Uh, 2006. Actually, 2006. Was it a flip the, phone? The, yeah. Was yeah, it yeah. the Razor? It was a silver uh, silver Verizon phone that was like, yeah, you know. Like, okay. Like, you needed yeah. to get that Motorola Razor. Yeah, yeah, that's where it was at. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> actually, I think I did get the Razor after that. Yeah. So yeah. I was a few years behind. Uh, but uh, so I had to constantly go outside to make a phone call and I hated it and uh, she was outside uh, actually looking for someone to play a drinking game you know college life yeah sure and so um, she saw me out there and uh, I was getting ready to go inside and she said hey friend come play a game with us and I turned around and it was it was actually kind of weird because she she actually she has curly hair naturally but at that night she had straight hair uh-huh. and uh, it was, it was like a, a big like halo. She, it was at night. So there was a, a light and it just like shined on her, on her face. And I was like, wow, you are really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I went inside and uh, I did this, the slick move of taking her phone and uh, saying, I want to put my number in here. Yeah. And, and that's how I got her number. There you and, go. um, and then the next morning I, I text her saying how good of a time I had with her last night. And she woke up saying, who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy? So, um, and then um, took her out on a date and um, she kind of just thought that I was just a, kind of a, a college fling that wouldn't last very long. She wasn't really looking to get into a relationship, neither was I, because I was going back home in three months oh, wow. to go work at my dad's shop. And it just evolved. and. Uh, she she has really opened up a lot of different things for me, um, you know, just way of life, way of thinking, um, uh, just food in general. Um, yeah. I, I, whenever I first met her, I was eat, I was literally eating McDonald's three times a day. Oh wow! Uh, and that's probably where I got that fifty pounds that we were talking about earlier. What was your go-to McDonald's meal? Uh, bre- about the thing, the important thing here. <laughs> yeah. Breakfast. Breakfast was my go-to meal. Um, uh, sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin was... So, and, and to note, in 2006, there was no all-day breakfast menu. Yes. Mm, you couldn't yeah. just roll up. You had to make it Those there before 10 a.m. <laughs> Those were hard times. <laughs> uh, kids today don't know how hard they are. And uh, Penn Station. Penn Station was another another good one to, to go to, um, getting that Philly cheesesteak. That puts me in like a coma anytime <laughs> yeah. I eat Penn Station. I'm like, well, my day is done. Yeah. Uh, so, so you said so we've we've kind of that's how we gain the weight. How do you end up kind of knocking that back off? Because that, uh, that was, was that prior to you starting here, or was it combination? Because I feel like you came in and you were in this process of still losing. Right. I I was uh, uh, just starting out probably a year before I started going to a local gym in Dry Ridge. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we started eating healthier. Um, 
So no more burgers with mac and cheese on top of it. <laughs> uh, so we, we started eating uh, a lot of chicken, a lot of vegetables. Um, and we've progressed to doing that. And now she does a meal prep every single, sure. every single day. Wow. Uh, or every, for, for every day. Yeah. And, uh, and then a meal prep for the, for the lunch as well. Yeah, and, that's, that's where it's at. Convenience is king, man. Like you said, I, I was eating McDonald's three times a day. Well, it's, it's probably because you weren't, it's a lot easier to do that than make your own food. It was literally two blocks down the road. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, number one reason people eat what they eat convenience. Yeah. 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 So, that's, you know, that's a big thing we try and get through to people is that, you know, you meal prep and then that is convenient. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and actually, what, what I tend to do, and, and I don't know if it's the best thing to do, but um, what typically what I'll do is, is meal prep. Uh, on Monday because I have Monday off and what I'll do is I'll sit there and cook all day long and I'll cook dinner as well and I'll have my little treat of having a couple beers while cooking I, I love to I love to use my hands I love to to uh, create things uh, as far as food is concerned um, I love to use my smoker uh, you guys oh have, yeah we'll get yeah. to that <laughs> and uh, and then um, but uh but that's always my little treat is just to have a beer while I'm cooking. Yeah. Um, yeah and it kind of helps me wind down a little bit after a long day or something like that. And, and that's, that's always my little, my little happy place. What's your uh, go-to drink? Um, go-to beer? Again, anything new. Anything uh, new? I, I always like trying new things. So, but uh, if I was standing at the... What's that? What's the easier way? What's type of beer? you go to the most uh darker style but malt beers um browns ales that's my man <laughs> that's <laughs> um, my jam right there uh and then every now and then i'll do a pale ale yeah. i i hate it, ipas if if rob was here we'd be having an argument yeah but, uh, speaking of rob would you say <laughs> <laughs> that you're the best smoker of meat at the gym i i would say that uh I, now yes Yes, I am. It's a yes or no question. I, I'm right. not going to be politically correct. Yes, I am. So oh, wow. Oh, man, that's a challenge right there. Might be a new um, guest on the podcast. Yeah. So if those of you guys who don't know, you know, we've had quite a few uh, gym outings and gym kind of get-togethers here, uh, and even from Mark's bachelor party, and uh, it's kind of a, a, a mini competition between Craig and Rob uh, on who is smoking the best meat around, and uh, I am always willing to judge <laughs> this type of competition. Speaking, um, speaking of which, what happened to that turkey that I gave you guys? Oh, we've been eating it. Oh, okay. It sounds serious. Okay. Okay. Don't this worry. Let's make it sure. Don't you worry. All right. Um, do you or Rob make the smoked eggs? Rob does. Okay. Yeah. They're awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we've, uh, you know, the, the, the cool thing is, is, you know, we, we kind of find these new kind of paths and these new experiences in life. And, you know, the, the nice thing about you know that kind of smoked meat is is it's still a relatively healthy uh, option. Uh, obviously, you can go overboard sure. uh, mm -hmm. with certain things, but you know, it, in the right in the right direction. And I think that's that's a big thing is is finding what healthy choices kind of complement your healthy lifestyle. You you can throw your you can throw a, a bird into a, you know just a young chicken a live or, bird no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you can throw a, a, a young chicken into um you know get it at the grocery store and then throw it into the oven 
and it be a good healthy meal mm -hmm. but there's only so many times that you can do that yeah. and and that the smoker will enhance the flavor yeah and and make it just a little bit better just yeah. that little extra taste what's uh what's something like that take time wise uh turkey turkey breast takes about five hours six hours um it's almost like the slow cooker style right yeah kind of pretty much um uh, and then um uh, a young chicken that you get out of the store in four hours yeah. and then uh, brisket is the longest it, it ranges from what i mean it just depends on what temperature you have it uh it could be 22 hours it could be 15 hours and, and the size of it too wow uh, how'd you get into it my brother yeah yeah my brother was uh he's he's a traditional smoker i'm i'm more convenience of having an electric smoker mm. and um but because i don't want to stand by a fire all day long yeah yeah well especially too i think that we talk about like if you throw chicken in there you you got a lot of meals out of that if mm -hmm. you're doing four to five ounce portions yes um uh, yeah i think i think that turkey breast uh fed us for at least three days wow so yeah that's pretty awesome and then i, I had some left over for you guys and that's yes thank you always good. <laughs> delicious always good, good. I'm just gonna start buying meat and just bringing meat in the crag. Just like here, buddy, I found this for you. This fell off a truck. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, what's your what's your favorite thing to eat out of the the smoker? Um, oh god. Um, brisket. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that's, king. that's yeah. It's it's always king. Yeah. It's funny. The brisket is like one of the toughest things you can eat. I like, and I'm sure it's toughest to prepare. Yeah. But it's definitely worth the wait. Yeah. I mean, my. Uh, Pulled pork is good. The ribs I like uh, because they don't take as long, and it's just very, very tender. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, that that brisket that I made, I made brisket tacos when, or with the leftovers. Oh man, mm. yeah, that was fantastic. Oh man, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we might have to cut this cut this early. Yeah. Go get some food. Um, do you have a, a a favorite and least favorite CrossFit movement? Because I think uh, it's. It's one that everybody has their, like, I'm really good at that. And I hate whenever they show up. Yeah. I, uh, so you, you've asked this before on the, on the podcast oh, yeah. before. And I, I thought about that while you guys were talking about it. And now are we talking weightlifting wise or like, it doesn't matter. Like I've got a, my least favorite is going to be pistols all day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I, I can't get pistols, so I don't know what those feel like on a, on a regular basis. <laughs> I barely have them. Um, it's almost been 10 years. I barely have them. Burpees. I hate anytime I see burpees because I, I still come in because I know I need to work on them and, and work on the cardio and stuff like that. But burpee, especially burpee over bar. Yeah. Oh, those are terrible. Cause yeah. you just, it's fast. It's fast stuff. And, uh, but as far as, uh, my favorite, um, Power cleans. Power cleans? Yeah. Mm. I can see that. I like those as yeah, well. Power clean, man. Yeah. CrossFit generally favors a, uh, a short man's game. You know, you're, yeah. they always say the worst part about being good at CrossFit is being 5'6". What's, <laughs> it, what's it like being taller and uh, having maybe two pull-up bars you can actually use in a, in a normal day? What are you, 6'3"? Uh, yeah, 6'3". Six, 6'3". Three. Six, three. Um, there, there are some things that, um, like... I'll see some of, I, I, I don't want to say smaller or anything like that. It's just, you know, they're a little bit lighter than I am. Uh -huh. And uh, they'll go over and be like, oh, I can do a bar muscle up. Yeah. And, and they just, and they just walked into the gym. Yeah. And it's like, really? Yeah. You know, I, well, the, the really funny parts when you see like 
like seven year olds do muscle ups. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, you know, like, cause you're made out of jello and like, you're, yeah. you know, right. um, it's all tendon, no muscle. Yeah. It, it, it does make it a little bit, uh, but then you, you have wall balls that you can, you're a little, little bit taller, so you don't have to go all yeah. the way. Uh, as and rowing. Rowing uh, definitely helps. Um, but those are the only ones, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to to your to again to your credit, you know, being being taller and squatting over four hundred pounds is is uh is pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, because again, you, you're physically talking about the range of motion it takes to go down and up. Yeah. Uh, just goes to show and, and proves how strong you really are. Because that was one thing I noticed right away when you came in was you have a very good strength base. And I think that comes from football. I think it comes from from being athletic in yeah. nature at a younger age. You know, there's there's clearly a um, a case for student or uh, young sports at a young age. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, it's that fine line of especially when you talk about the like mentality that like, well, does that hurt? And that's just how it is. Yeah. You know, and I think that's we've talked about before on here is the evolution and how much smarter we're getting as a sport, uh, and that bleeds over into yeah. you know child athletics and things like that. You know, we've coached a couple of younger sports teams and just like if you can teach a, a freshman how to squat correctly even just an air squat that's going to go a long way down yeah. the road i i constantly think about what uh what my physical abilities would be like in high school if i had found crossfit if crossfit because crossfit what came out in 2005 is that right Two, yeah i mean it, it really went kind of main, mainstream probably like 2010, yeah. 11, 12, um, right through there. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, dot com started in 2000 yeah. technically, but it was well ahead of its time. Yeah. And that's yeah. when Coach Glassman basically started putting out these daily kind of brutal workouts. Yeah. And, you know, uh, again, 21, 15, 9, thrusters and pull ups. Yeah. I mean, that's such a staple workout. And people look at that and they're not, they're not thinking like, I should have my football team do that. Yeah. You know, they're thinking we need to do up downs and run, you know, the yeah. entire length of the football field. You know, that's, that's, that's their conditioning. And yeah. the weight program was probably based around bodybuilding movements, not explosive movements. And, and, you know, again, there's a lot of good programs out there for sure. And especially as technology advances with programming and, um, different ways to measure performance. Um, you know, that's, it's, it's definitely, it's getting a lot better, but unfortunately there's still, you know, some, some areas out there that need improvements just from an injury prevention kind of, uh, yeah. you know, approach. Especially the, the, the female athletics, you know, you see so many ACL tears, you know, in, in young females because they don't, they don't take that time to prepare their body as they're growing. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the biggest thing. Kind of like you said, you can grow too fast and joints hurt. You know, you have a lot of females going, basically going through puberty and while you're doing a bunch of, soccer is a really big one, mm. you know, field hockey and things like that, where you're doing these cutting motions, well, if you're not fully developed, you're running the risk, especially yeah. if you're not, you know, basically taking care of the body as it's growing. I, I just thought about something whenever I was in high school that uh, one day when we were we were lifting, my coach wanted to switch it up a little bit, and he wanted us to do snatch lift. And in here, when we do it, we do the bar progression, mm-hmm. you know, with the shrugs and the high pulls, and then go, you know, and whatnot. And there, I remember it's like pick up the bar, put it over your head. Then that was and that was people, snatch. Yeah, and that was uh, people were 
dropping bars on their heads oh, uh, wow. and, and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, never mind. We, we won't do this yeah. again. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, that's, that's usually what happens. And that's where that, that lift in particular you know, gets a bad name. Because it's yeah. like, well, I've seen people get hurt. And I'm like, well, that's because you just told the kid to pick it up and put it over Ted. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was no, no preparation of the movement or anything like that. But, um, but the exciting thing is, is, like I said, as, as everything else progresses, it, it'll be late to the game. But I think eventually you will see... Um, you know, a lot of, especially the high school level, I think you see it more in college, but at the high school level, you'll see these kind of coaches start to pick up on yeah. the real, the advances that we're seeing now, you know? Yeah. Um, so the big thing I, I kind of want to finish out here with is, you know, we're, we're, we've been talking about your kind of journey, you know, we talked about, you know, losing weight and then, you know, gaining strength and gaining mental capacity. Um, what would be kind of your, your, your big takeaway as someone that, that either hasn't started yet or is thinking about starting CrossFit, you know, what would you tell them if they were kind of sitting here right now with this? Um, cause it's, it's, it's hard to see how, where you started, where you've, where you've gone, um, even for yourself, Sure, you know, you're not going to have that foresight. So to, to give advice to somebody who, who maybe was in that position where they're, they, they do, they do feel like they're overweight. They don't have a starting point. Uh, they're not going to a global gym right now. They're mm -hmm. not doing basically anything. What would you tell them? Um, so I, I do this actually often uh, when I get a customer in my chair and they, they ask me about CrossFit or something like that. And they said, do you do the stuff that they do on TV? And I said, nah, no, yeah. no, not at all. Because, I mean. <laughs> that's, that's most people's, that's their exposure to it. Exactly. They yeah. see it on, on ESPN or CBS or whatever it is. And they're just like. Oh wow, you're doing handstand push-ups on rings. You know what? What? What is going on over there? You know, and but the one thing that I always tell them is, is that um, they teach you, especially here, they you guys teach a core uh, technique of how to do exercise. You know, so that way you don't get hurt and. Um, I've heard horror stories from, from other people that said, yeah, I tried CrossFit and I really hurt my back or yeah. really, and I just stopped. Well, I mean, you know, injuries can happen anytime. You can stand up, go up a stair or anything like that and get hurt. Yeah. Um, and it just, um, so what I always tell them is, is that, um, uh, I always tell them that it's just the, people that gets me in you know that the the camaraderie and everything like that it's a it's a team atmosphere and i, I think everybody uh has played probably sports at some time in their yeah. life and so that that's always been my my thing is that i go there and and lose myself for a little bit ask you know whoever's in there about their kids or about their jobs or whatever like that and and uh, you just kind of lose yourself in, in the process you you know, sweat a little bit, you, you get a little bit stronger and, and it's fun. Yeah. I think that's the, those are the big key points there. Like be with people you want to be with, you know, that make, yourself, that make you better, make yourself better and enjoy it. Yeah. Like there's, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, fitness is a connotation. Like I have to go do something I hate to do. Yeah. There's going to be stuff you don't want to do, but like, I like doing this. Yeah. You know, like I love coming here. You're, you're literally almost, you know, I always tell people like you're tricking yourself into working out. Yeah. You're like, Oh wow, it's fun. 
like it sucked, but like you're not thinking like I gotta go do these sets in order to get better. Yeah. You're like, again, problem solving. I need to solve this problem, go through it as quickly and safely as possible, mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna be better at the end of the day for it. Yeah. Cool. Um, awesome, man. I, I do wanna finish out with a, a quick question for you. Um, we always like to ask our, mm -hmm. our kind of final question here because I know you've got you've got a, a, a job to get to. Um, what what is your your definition of fitness? All right, so I kind of kind of thought that you would ask me that um, because of, of what. Did you what, study for this? I did. I, I did kind of. He's got note cards. <laughs> so uh, a good story um, is I went to go visit my uncle out in Arizona last Christmas, and he has a disease that made him lose. And I, I can't remember the name of the disease or, or what it exactly does. It has something to do with the, the blood. And then he also got cancer as well. And he lost, I think it was over 100 pounds in less than a year. Wow. He, he weighed less than 100 pounds, I believe. I Oof. think he weighed up 93 pounds, I think it was. Wow. And so I, I was sitting there talking to him. And I, I said, you look really good. And he goes, you're a liar. <laughs> and I, I said, no. And uh, so we, we got to talking, and uh, I asked him how you're doing. He goes, I'm actually doing really good because I came to the reality that doctors kept on saying to him, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, you can't do this. Well, he likes to hunt. He's a very active guy. And so one day he said, you know what, screw it. I am going to do it. I'm going to say can. I'm not going to say can't anymore. So he went hunting with his son. And he, it was some kind of bird season or something like that. And he saw two birds and he said, all right, well, if I see, get these two birds, if I aim at two, these two birds, then maybe I'll get one of them. And he shot and him being so weak, it, it mm. bruised his shoulder. Oh, wow. Uh, really bruised his shoulder. And the scope came back and hit him in the face and it bruised the half of his face. And he was laughing the entire time that he was talking about this. And I'm sitting there with my, my mouth open, my eyes wide, yeah. like, how is this helpful to you? And he said, I got both of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and, and he said, that's, and that's, he goes, that's whenever I realized that I don't want to say can't anymore. So mm -hmm. that's, I feel like is my definition of fitness is that whenever I come to a problem or I, I get to, something I don't want to say, I can't do this. I want to be able to say, I can do this. I can lift that. I can problem solve this. I can, you know, drop a little bit of weight that I need to lose or whatever it may be. I just want to say can. So mm, that's a huge mental shift. Yes. That's good stuff. That is a fantastic place to end. Craig, I do very much appreciate you coming out today. Thank you for having me. And fitting us into your schedule. I know you're a busy man and, um, we look forward to uh, having you in class. You and uh, eating the best smoked meat. The, <laughs> the best, um, better better than Rob. <laughs> better than Rob's. That would be the business name. Better than Rob's smoked meat. Uh, it's a little long. We'll, we'll work on it. Yeah. It's a working title. I guarantee I'm going to get a text message from him sometime. That's all right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to, to Everyday Athlete. Join us next week as we dive deep into the lives of the people who make us great. Thanks, Craig. Bye.